As we approach the end of the year holidays and the start of winter, we have some important tips to help keep you and your family healthy. On this episode, we've got Johnson County experts in public health, mental health, and community wellness, all here with great information promoting physical and mental health well-being to help us get through the next few months. Whether you live in or just love Johnson County, Kansas, JoCo On The Go has everything Johnson County. Here's what's happening and what's coming up in the community you call home. Thanks so much for joining us for JoCo On The Go. I'm your host, Jody Hansen, a Johnson County resident and employee of Johnson County government. I am joined today by three other county employees who are here with some really good tips to keep us physically and mentally healthy over the coming months. First, I'd like to introduce Norma Katika with the Johnson County Department of Health and Environment. Thanks for joining us. Tell us a little bit about your role. Thank you for having me. I am a registered nurse with the Health Department's Nurse Family Partnership Program. I meet with first-time mothers from pregnancy until their baby turns two years old to provide support, encouragement, guidance. It's a free program for Johnson County residents who meet income requirements. Great, thank you so much for being with us today. Next, I'd like to introduce Sierra Wright with the Johnson County Mental Health Center. Sierra, tell us a little about your role. Yeah, thanks so much for having us today, Jody. Uh, so I'm Sierra Wright. I'm a team leader within the Children and Family Services Division of Johnson County Mental Health. And my team specializes in working with youth who are dually involved with both the criminal justice or juvenile justice system on the kids' side and also have mental health needs. Great. And finally, we have Allison Smith. She's with Johnson County Park and Recreation District. And same first question, tell us what you do for the county. Hi, uh, very happy to be here today. Uh, thank you so much for having me. Um, I am the Corporate and Community Wellness Coordinator for the district. So I do all things wellness. It's a lot of fun. Um, there's a little bit of different things every day. Every day is a party over here at Parks and Rec. Um, I do community wellness programs. I work with the Kansas City Corporate Challenge team as well and do a lot of corporate community wellness and employee wellness with their employees. And then I also do employee wellness for our employees over here at JCPRD. And it's a lot of fun. I love it. All of you sound like you've got great uh, jobs within the organization and are really benefiting the community and uh, employees. So thank you for, for that. Norma, let's start with you. Um, you know, over the past few months, we have been hearing a lot about RSV um, in addition to maybe some other viruses out there. So let's start with RSV. Tell us a little bit about that. Who does it impact and, and what are some of the symptoms to look for? Great question. RSV is a respiratory virus that typically infects most children by age two and can cause serious illness in infants, especially preemies and older adults. However, this year we are seeing children of all ages and adults being infected with RSV. The usual symptoms include runny nose, decreased appetite, coughing, sneezing, fever, wheezing, or difficulty breathing. So are there certain levels of severity for depending on the person? Yes, the person's immune system is taken into consideration. Um, and it's depending on that, on age, on medical history, the virus can affect you differently. 
Okay, great. Thank you. Um, so hand in hand with that, you know, we still have COVID-19 in our community and it's winter. So we also have the flu to deal with, you know, like, like many other winters. So kind of looking at all of those, what levels are we seeing here in Johnson County right now? And what can we expect uh, as we continue to go through the winter? Typically, we see a lot of influenza cases right after the holidays, January and February. This year is different. Flu cases took right off after Halloween, and we have yet to see a decrease. Therefore, we could be in for a long flu season. COVID-19 and RSV are circulating too. All three of these illnesses can cause serious illness and hospitalization in high-risk individuals, which could really strain our healthcare system this winter. All three of them at the same time is what healthcare officials are calling a triple-demic. Yes, I, I think I've seen that phrase and it sounds like something that we want to do our best to protect ourselves from. And we're going to revisit that piece of it with you a little bit later, talk about some tips that you might have uh, to help us protect ourselves and our families. But Sierra, let's bring you in here. You know, as you know, it's really important to think about mental health hand in hand with physical health. Uh, you know, we are in the middle of the holiday season, a very joyous and happy time for some, but not for everybody. So can you talk a little bit about that? Absolutely. Um, and I'm so glad that we're talking about this today because I think that uh, for some of us out there, we can feel really conflicted in terms of the holiday season. Like it brings both um, some really good memories, but then also just kind of depending upon what's going on in our own lives. Maybe if we've experienced grief or loss recently, and it's kind of the first holiday season without people that we love and care about, or maybe if we're just estranged or they don't live nearby, like those things can all make the holidays, an additionally stressful time. And I think that um, things like social media, right? Like it, for me as a mom, like the mom guilt is heavy in terms of like doing all the holiday things and feeling pressured to do that. So I think that there are a lot of contributing factors like social media, um, as well as financial stressors of, oh my gosh, did I get this gift? Um, did I not? Um, that can contribute to some of those um, feelings of being stressed out and overwhelmed. And like I said um, previously, I think grief and loss is a huge piece of that. I know, um, again, for me personally, this is going to be my first um, holiday season without my grandmother um, who recently passed passed away and um, grief hits you just in the weirdest moments and when you're not even expecting it. And so I, I experienced that recently myself, like doing Christmas cards. And I was like, oh my gosh, I don't have one to send um, to her. And just kind of the processing of that. And, you know, we used to always give a hard time because she would take like 20 years to unwrap one gift because she was um, of the generation where uh, of the, of the great depression. And so you saved everything <laughs> so long to unwrap one gift, but, but really missing that. So um, I think that the key too is like giving ourselves grace and knowing that we're not alone in that, in that struggle that others um, might also have a hard time this holiday season. Boy, I really appreciate you sharing that, especially sharing that, you know, your own personal loss with us. And I'm, I'm sorry to hear about that. I, I don't think it's ever an easy time to have a loss, but the holidays sometimes can can make it even sadder for us. Um, so Sierra, what are some warning signs that you could suggest for us to look for either within ourselves or within those around us, coworkers, friends, family, that somebody could be, you know, 
experiencing a negative impact because of the holiday season? Great question. So in mental health, we talk a lot about people's baseline. So meaning like, were you kind of typically when you're at your you know, kind of the the well version of yourself. What does that look like? Um, and any differentiation from that really is going to indicate that either you or someone that you um, love or care about might be struggling. So for example, um, if you're a person who typically doesn't require um, a ton of sleep, but now all of a sudden you're wanting to sleep all the time, um, or conversely, um, you do require a lot of sleep and you're not, same with eating, um, different things like that, just really anything outside of a, a person's kind of baseline level of functioning, um, veering from that would indicate that something's going on. It's worth asking some follow-up questions and maybe just even sharing, hey, I've noticed that, um, you know, generally um, you, you know, are in a a pretty positive mood and recently it just seems like you're more upset. Um, Is there anything that I can do to best support you? Just kind of inquiring in a non-judgmental way. And then, you know, what about physical appearance? I could see that maybe changes in physical appearance might be another warning sign that just sort of popped in my head. I don't know if you have any thoughts on that. No, absolutely. I think the same is true. So I don't mean to um, have a diss on teenage boys, but because that's a population that like I typically work with. So we know, right, that showering um, can be can be a challenge. So you have to really look at like what's age appropriate and where is someone's baseline. So um, if your child maybe wasn't one that was showering a ton to begin with, um, coming, you know, from those self-care pieces, um, if that hasn't changed a lot for them, then perhaps they're just at their baseline. But, um, if someone really did, you know, take a lot of pride in grooming, caring for themselves and, um, now listen, they don't feel like they have the energy to just even brush their teeth or take a shower in the morning. Again, those would all be, um, kind of red flags for us to, to at least have a conversation with them about. Great. Thank you. Um, You know, Allison, I'm really glad you're here with us today because, you know, I believe that participating in physical fitness or other activities, uh, maybe getting you around other people, you know, maybe they don't, they're not problem solvers, but certainly they can be tools in our toolbox just to help us feel better. So, you know, whether that's physically or mentally or both. So tell us a little bit about, about your perspective on that. So, moving is always great. You always got to move more. I know I, I have days where I have to pep talk myself because I get seasonal depression, especially around the holidays as well. Um, and just move more moving. And we all know the benefits when you move and you, when you exercise, you increase all those additional stimulants that naturally make you happy. Um, and then taking care of yourself, just keep moving. Um, and that's some of the best things about moving. Also in the winter months, getting outside has also been a great benefit. It may be cold, but it's okay to bundle up, take an extra long route to the mailbox, or maybe take your dogs on a longer walk as long as they have the protective paw wax or little snow boots. I know mine have winter coats for them because we don't have human kids. We have dogs. Um, but just moving. And then if you can't get outside, some other benefits are making sure you get your vitamin D, um, sitting in the window. You guys have ever seen your cats or dogs just kind of lay in that sliver of sun through the window. Go do that. Do what they do. Go lay with them. Getting that sunshine is going to help as well, too. Also, a lot of people are hosting holiday parties. Um, some people might feel guilty about not making it to the gym because they want to clean all the baseboards that they know everyone's going to look at when they come over to your house. 
Aggressive house cleaning also counts as a workout. As long as you are moving and you get your heart rate up, that's all that counts. Just move more. Maybe take an extra couple flights of stairs in your house. Anything you can do to move and just keep moving. Um, and I know with the mental health aspect in moving, if you do see someone that's down, maybe invite them to go for a walk around the building at work. Maybe invite a neighbor, check in on your neighbors as well too, especially during this time of year. Um, but just go for a walk. Those are, you'd be surprised at what a simple walk can do to change the mood. You know, that is some really great advice. And what I'm thinking about is that some people might, you know, be overwhelmed about going to the gym or doing a big intense workout. And it's just building in some of these things that you're talking about, like making a little bit of a longer walk. I know that I always try to park in the same spot in our parking garage up on the third floor to make myself get some extra steps uh, to and from my car to the office. And that way I also don't have to try to remember where I parked. <laughs> so uh, that works for me. So it can just be building in these little habits just to get you moving more, right? Correct. Yeah. And anything you can do, even if it's like, oh, I'm going to go to my basement and go do this part of the day, but anything helps. If you trick yourself and I'm going to continue printing things on the printer and I'm going to walk all the way down the hall and get that, come back and print another page individually. That's okay. Whatever you can do to trick yourself. Um, I know a lot of us have those smart wearable devices some of those you can adjust the timer settings to where they send you that reminder to keep moving. But don't ever feel guilty about not moving. It's okay to have a tough day and take a break as long as you can keep moving later. Well, and Allison, I know that um, in addition to the kind of the things we've been talking about here, JCPRD has so many options for people to get moving, uh, to get outside, to get together, things like that. So I know we don't have enough time for you to talk about everything, all the wonderful things that JCPRD has, but what are some of the opportunities maybe this winter over the coming months you'd like to highlight? So I was prepared for this and anyone who knows me knows that I could talk for days, but I, I highlighted a few programs I really want to touch on that I'm really excited about. Um, JCPRD does have some exciting holiday programs. One of the coolest ones we have coming up is our Caring Hands Knitting Group this is over at Roland Park, is a free program. You can get free knitting lessons, um, but this group will knit different like hats and scarves and gloves, and they will go out and give them out for free in the community. And so we've got some volunteers that, that work at soup kitchens as well. They'll come in it and they will leave with a giant box of hats and mittens, and they can give those out at the soup kitchen as well too. So that's Something else that JC Purity has been doing as well. Uh, we also have a wide variety of yoga classes. If you want to sit in a chair, we've got chair yoga. If you want to do it from home, we have virtual yoga. If you want to do it in class on a mat, we've got that too. Just type in yoga on our website and you're going to have a whole lot to go through. And that's totally fine. Um, and then Ernie Miller's also doing some awesome stuff, including a full moon hike. And it's not at midnight. Don't worry. It's it's just evening time. Uh, but Ernie Miller has some really cool things going on over there. So if you just get on jcpurity.com, you're going to see a whole bunch of the fun things that we've got going on. Those all sound great. And plus, you also have all the parks and all the trails. And those are open. I, I think the, the hours change, but those are open throughout the winter, right? 
That is correct. Um, and our parks crews have been diligently working to make sure those trails, the paved ones, are cleared. I know we have staff that work in the weekends that will go out and uh, plow those trails and make sure that they're safe for pedestrians. Uh, but we do have all of our winter hours posted on our website right now. And on our rain outline, you can see any park closures as well. Well, great. That's, there's, we have a lot of options, so appreciate that. Um, so, okay, so we talked about that in our toolbox of things that can help us uh, do what we can to stay healthy physically and mentally over the winter, moving activities, things like that. Uh, Norma, from a public health perspective, could you talk about some of the other ways uh, we can protect ourselves uh, over the holidays and the winter time? Sure. The most important thing you can do right now is get your flu and COVID-19 booster if eligible. These vaccines will protect you from getting really sick and reduce the strain on our healthcare system. Even if you've had flu or COVID-19 recently, we still recommend getting the vaccine as natural immunity wanes over time. There is also the possibility that you may get infected with more than once by a different strain. So if you've recently been ill, talk to your healthcare provider about when it is a good time to get vaccinated. Other things you can do to stay healthy, wear a high quality mask in public places, wash your hands frequently, especially true with our kids. I'm a mom myself, hard to get them to wash their hands all the time, but it's something so simple that can really avoid and help prevent illnesses. Um, wash your hands, especially after using the bathroom or changing a diaper before and after eating. Disinfect frequently touched surfaces like doorknobs, telephones, uh, remote controls. And please, if you're sick, please stay home. Um, if you've been diagnosed with the flu or COVID-19, you should stay home from work or school for at least um, five days. Um, another thing we can do is incorporate diet and exercise. They are important for our health too. Um, eating a mix of healthy food along with holiday treats. Uh, just thinking about moderation. It's not about denying yourself from any dessert, but more of taking into account your whole meal and then uh, in moderation, taking in that sugar intake also. Um, eating nutritious foods protects your bones, your joints, your muscles, and that gives you strength um, to stay active and independent. It's important to also stay hydrated. Uh, during the colder months, um, our sense of thirst may decrease in comparison to the warmer months. And so if we stay hydrated, that can prevent low blood pressure, dizziness, fatigue, confusion, and all of these can lead to falls. Um, Johnson County Parks and Recreation talked about taking some time to exercise, um, doing something that you like a few times a week. This could mean walking around, looking at holiday lights, or doing some simple yoga stretches in the comfort of your home. Lastly, but not least, if you're a smoker, consider quitting this winter, this new year. Smokers can get free support by visiting kansasgov.org, excuse me, kansasquit.org, or calling 1-800-QUIT-NOW.
And that, that's just such great information for us to keep uh, in mind as we get through the next few months. Are there any specific programs or services that the Department of Health and Environment offers, any resources that you want to highlight, maybe information about vaccinations? You know, is it too late for people to get some of the vaccinations that might protect them this winter? It is not too late. Um, flu season is um, on the rise. We keep giving those vaccines up until June. And here in the health department, we're open Monday through Friday. And you can log on to jococov.org to look at our hours and our locations. We also um, offer COVID-19 vaccines if you're eligible. Great, thank you. And then Sierra, kind of a similar question for you. What tips do you have uh, for people to sort of do what they can to help protect their mental health over the holidays throughout the winter, maybe in addition to a couple of things you've heard today? Yeah, absolutely, Jody. So I think one of the things I mentioned earlier um, in terms of giving yourself and others grace um, and to know that it's okay to say no to certain things. So I really encourage people to establish boundaries around the holidays. Well, all the time, but the holidays, especially around financial things, um, around um, just which gatherings are you going to prioritize? Because I know you get feel like you get pulled in every different direction. Um, for me, again, personally, I have two, uh, two young little boys and like, it seems like their daycare is having lots of fun spirit weeks, but every day is like something different. And I literally just like, I don't know. And it's okay. Um, if they don't wear the ugly sweater that they're supposed to wear to school tomorrow, because I forgot. Um, so give yourself grace. Know that you don't have to do it all. Know that it's okay to reach out. Um, and I think as we mentioned earlier, like exercise, sleep hygiene, um, eating nutritious meals, like all of that, um, all those pieces that go with the mind body connection are so important. And, uh, you know, Sierra, what resources do you want to quickly highlight uh, that, that Johnson County Mental Health Center provides? And maybe what's the best way for people to connect with you if either they or someone they know might need some help right now? Yeah, so certainly we have our 24-7 crisis line. So that number is 913-268-0156. Um, and that is answered um, by mental health professionals 24-7, um, seven days a week. Uh, we also have the national 988 um, hotline. And for those things, I think sometimes people feel intimidated to call because they're like, I'm not sure if this is a crisis or not. And I would just really encourage you that we define that by what you are defining the crisis. So it doesn't need to fit neatly in a box. We're here for you to help you, um, even if you're calling about yourself or just someone that you love or care about. Um, we've, we've got you. Um, also, the other thing, I think um, making connections to um, county EAP, um, if that's something that that you need. And then um, we also like follow us on social media. We have um, the Mental Health Center has a fantastic um, Facebook page um, that you could probably find um, on the county's page uh, through that. And then we offer um, open to the public monthly parenting groups as well called Parent Connect um, that folks can join um, just to get some additional information. Great. Thank you. And then Allison, uh, finally, I know uh, you've got a host of programs uh, and activities um, that people can look into. What is the best way for somebody to research and sign up for one of your activities or programs? So I hate to direct people to the internet, but that's going to be the best way to do it. Um, so if you go to jcprd.com, 
Um, and then we do have a button for activity search and also just like a lot of other websites, we have a search button up the top right hand corner of that web page. And then another option, if you want the news to come to you, if you go all the way down to the bottom of that homepage of jcprd.com under resources, you can actually sign up for one of our newsletters. And the best part about that webpage is you can toggle your likes and then you don't have to toggle your dislikes. And then you will get an e-newsletter sent to you via email through JCPRD. And it's fantastic. And they'll just send you programs that interest you. So it's really cool. That, that's fantastic. Um, I'm Every time I do one of these, no matter what the topic is, I'm always just so impressed by just everything that the county does. And I love to, to hear stories and resources and things like that. So I just wanted to thank you all so much for taking the time to share such good information to hopefully help us get through the holidays and the winter. You can look for public health and mental health information at our website, jococov.org. And again, the website for Johnson County Park and Recreation District is jcprd.com. So on behalf of all of us in Johnson County government, uh, JCPRD and, and everybody here today, I just wish you and yours a very happy and healthy holiday season and new year. So thank you so much. You just heard Joko on the go. Join us next time for more everything Johnson County. Have a topic you want to discuss? We want to hear from you. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at JocoGov. For more on this podcast, visit jococov.org backslash podcast. Thanks for listening.